and welcome to Super Rollins Bit Podcast. Number 94. 94. 94. Okay. What are we doing? Flying along, Roland. Oh, I thought you'd forgotten. No, uh, no. We're approaching 100. That's what we're doing. We are approaching 100. I think at 100 we ought to just like turn into unicorns. That's the thing to do. Rainbow unicorns. Yeah. Mm. I'm still enjoying last week's beer in my head. The Arl? Yeah. yeah. That's really good beer. It's very, very good beer. It's, uh, it was very delicious. I hope that this week's lives up to uh, the high praise of last week's one. Let's see. So, um, tell us a little bit about it then while uh, I open it up. Okay, so this week's beer is uh, Curious Porter. Okay. And um, I've had a couple of their beers before. Okay. They've got three beers in the range. It's from We've Chapadown. had this on beer bonds before, haven't we? Yeah. Um, back in 2013. Is it their the, lager? Yeah. Yeah, we, we haven't had the IPA, which, I, again, I have enjoyed. Okay. Um, we qu- I quite like the lager. I do quite still quite like the lager. It's re-fermented with champagne yeast, which is a nice little I twist. seem to remember it being a bit wishy-washy. It's, it's a lager. It's very much a light yeah. lager style. I quite like it for what it is, but mm. anyway. Well, you, have, you do have low expectations. I work with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, on to this week, on to the beer we're actually drinking. Yeah, so what do you think of the branding, first of all? I quite, I quite like the branding. You've got, I think the branding you've got to understand in context. Mm-hmm. This is a winery. Mm-hmm. They've got good ties through the wine thing with distribution. And this is meant to be a, a good beer to stand out against the, the stuff with silly and inappropriate cartoons on it. Mm-hmm. And I think it does a really good job of that, of looking different, looking a bit more refined and elegant than some of the alternatives, and looking like you can you can buy it and not feel like I'm I'm having a less good version of the wine. Mm-hmm. You can have something that actually feels like I'm taking. You can definitely see that wine influence in the branding. Um, yeah. It has that that feel to it. Um, it has that. Um, yeah, like the, the the little bit of foil on the on the logo, the yeah. bo- nice bottle top, the, the black nice the... bottle, the the black elegant black. You know. Yeah, a lot of space as well. Um, yeah. I, I'm not sure it's my bag for branding, but I can get why they've done it. I can see it. Yes, yeah. and it's not it's not hideous. It's not horrible. I kind of quite like it, but it. The, I think there's you're something not the just missing me. Yeah. I yeah, I but like that's, but wine. you're not the beer audience for them. Like I think yeah. this is these are. Beers aimed at people who already know they like nice wine, mm-hmm. who think they're, no, they're not allowed to like beer because beer's what you quaff in pints down the pub rather than something you appreciate. Okay. That must be why you like them then. So anyway, tell us a little bit about the brewery. Tell us a little so, bit of background. Uh, I've enjoyed the, the beers before, as I said, and I started researching them a little bit because I didn't actually know that much about them beyond the fact they're a, a, a winery. Mm-hmm. They're based down in Kent. And then I realised that the beers aren't from there, which is a bit of a surprise. Okay. And it turns out that actually they haven't got a brewer there, but these beers are made for them at uh, Hepworth's. Actually, I haven't got my notes with these, so if I've got the, the names wrong, I'll have to apologise on that one. Um, so it's a local brewery to them that is a contract brewer to some extent, mm-hmm. as well as producing some of their own beers. And they're the ones who produce these. They, they 
also produce beers for a number of other uh, a number of other people. They do the some of the Coniston uh, Bluebird, I believe it is, as well as some of the uh, beers for Marks and Spencers. And if I've got a problem with this, it's that they don't say on the bottle. Like so, Marks and Spencers has been a great example. They've actually got some really good breweries producing beers for Marks and Spencers now. Yeah. So they've got um, a Citra, which is brewed for them by Oakham. I, I don't mind them doing that because it tells you on the bottle yeah, I mean, where it's from, Tesco's what it is. Tesco's do that, um, the uh, strong IPA, don't they, yeah. uh, in their finest range, which is brewed by Brewdog. And it's Absolutely. very clearly brewed by Brewdog, and it's very clearly hardcore IPA. Yeah, and I, <laughs> and I guess I don't mind because like, yeah. at least they've told you what it is. It's their yeah. branding, but... And and I'm saying that, so, I mean, punk punk's quite... I mean, that's contract brewed, isn't it, for, for Brewdog, and I love it that. It was for one period, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I don't have a problem with the contract brew inside of it so much. I just feel... It's the openness, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it just... I, I feel like they're trying to cheat me. And to be honest, like, I would get more value. I, I've now discovered that there's a brewery out there who make beers I like. Yeah. And I would very happily try more of Hepworth's beers, but some of their own brands... I would really want to try some of that, but so I'm actually, a little bit I actually have there. some experience of a, of, of a contract brewer. So um, about two years ago, I decided I wanted to brew... I was fed up with coffee stouts, and I yeah. wanted to brew a Cascara-type beer. And I went and talked to Holden's. Holden's, yeah. Yeah, who do a lot of contract brewing. And the, you can have a great deal of control and direction... And uh, you can do whatever you want to do, um, you know. So it's not like you're just taking something that they've already brewed off the shelf. You can do whatever the heck you like to it if you want to pay for it. Um, and maybe that's what these guys have done. They've said, we want this beer, and they've developed these flavours. Yeah. Maybe it isn't Hepworth's well, style exactly. at all. I mean, maybe it's their style. But the thing that, because they've been, I don't want to say deceitful, but they haven't been honest... I think like, the packaging the certainly and misleads. No, yeah, there's nothing on the bottle. It says produced say. by Chapel Down. Yeah. That, that, tell, that says to me, if I wasn't reading up on it, they made that beer. Yeah. And as it happens, they soon will. They've actually, it was actually a crowdfunding they did, okay. which has raised money for them to open, build a brewery, as well as expand the winery, put in tourist bits in the, the premises and, and all sorts of extra things. So... We will see. I'm personally a little cautious because I have really enjoyed their lager and their IPA. Yeah. And I think they've, they've always struck me as ones that show a lot of technique and skill mm. in the brewing. And I'm a little concerned when they take it onto themselves. Like that's some of the bits you might, you might lose. And what are you thinking to this? What, 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 I mean, I'm supping away on it here. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of okay it's creamy it's got like that vanilla-y woody kind of yeah, flavour to it that's I like that yeah. I, I'm, the oak chips thing yeah. which is this is a rest of oak chips only 4.4% as well which is um, nice I like the size of the bottle yeah um, you know it's this like so we haven't dr- dragged this out for a while but I'm going to drag my Witherspoon rating out okay? okay you know if this was in Witherspoons I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. It's a kind of beer I expect. If I see Porter in Witherspoons, this is the standard I expect. Because, you know, they, 
Like, I, mate, I, I, I actually last week I had a really good beer in a Witherspoons last year, <laughs> and it was like, oh dear, I'm gonna have to cha- yeah, I'm going to change this raising. Sort of reminded me, I, um, Devil's Back, I think it was. It was the backbone, yeah. yeah. Whoa, it was good. It was very good. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah. most impressed. Anyway, um, I mean, I think it was because I was at a pop concert where the, yeah. the choices were Carlin or yeah, and and it was at the NEC and they'd got um. Any season like that, it's a good. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was a big shock, and um, but yeah, getting back to this, like, I kind of I like it for that. If I tasted this in, you know, a good pub, so you know, Euston Tap or Pure Bar or a Brewdog Bar or Post Office Vaults or like somewhere like that, I'd be disappointed. So for me, what all of the curious beers do is they take. A traditional interpretation of well-established style, so the lager, the IPA, porter, and they put a little twist on it. Mm-hmm. And in the the lager, I think that's great because it's enough to really impress me. In the IPA, I think it's pretty good because it's I think it's a range of British hops and and it's well done. It's got strong flavours. It's a it's a very balanced IPA. I like that. And this one, like. I'm not a fan of porters, and this is very traditional in its porters. I like the oak chips. Think, I, think, I think the oak chip gives it enough shoulder of difference to say it's different, but those two hops sitting in there, you can't taste them. Yeah, that, that's it. So this is very much in, and I can old school, a shoulder of hops, but it's it's yeah. not substantive, uh, and that for me is an issue. I, I'm not a big fan of these kind of roasty... Coffee style kind of. And this, and this, this, I mean, this has got a real coffee flavour to it as well, and, yeah. and it's very distinctive. Um, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with this one because I don't know where to score it because I, I think it's okay, and an okay beer for me is five and a half or six. Yeah. But I don't know how much it upsets me that they haven't been completely honest, uh, and you know what I'm like. I don't like it when we had that beer yeah, that told us it was something else. I got very upset at it. Yeah, uh, in fact, I'm still a little bit angry at it. And, and definitely, it's got to be said that I'm quite disappointed in these guys. Um, I'm not surprised, actually. I, I must admit, reading the biographies of the, the people who are in charge, we've got a former Heineken executive running it. Okay. We've got someone who's worked at distribution for Green King, helping in the wholesale side of things. Yeah, like maybe it makes it makes sense, but I'm a little bit disappointed. I like their other beers, and they were kind of go to ish beers for me at some point, and I'm kind of might not do now I might look around a bit more because there are some really good alternatives out there now and um, go on do, do your rating while so, I ponder this one because I'm yeah. I, say, I am struggling yeah it, it's one where I think I'm going to take that out out the question for a moment I'm going to put aside the fact that I'm not really happy with them and focus on the beer and whilst I think it's a fairly solid style it's a good example of the style I think for me it needs more of a reinvention if it's going to actually get me excited about that style. So for me, it's going to be a six. Well, I think maybe one to revisit once they've built the brewery and they're brewing themselves, and maybe I won't take it into account then. But I am going to take it into account because I'm nothing but consistent. Yeah. Um, if I was drinking this on Untapped, it would be I'd be sitting there between two and a half and three stars. So for me. You know, it's a five, it's a six on our SARBP rating. So I'm going to take a point off for it being naughty and telling me lies because the baby Jesus cries every time you tell a lie. 
we don't um, like that. So I'm going to give it a five. Okay. Um, you know, it, I, I might have forgiven it if it was an amazing one like yeah. last week's. But a little taste of disappointment in the cut there. Yes, there's just a little bit of, you know, not not telling the truth. And now you've told me, you know, the kind of... Yeah. God, yeah, I, I don't like that. So, before we drink up and shut up, yes. we should say a quick thank you to the Beer O'Clock Shoe. Yeah. Who single-handedly helped Doubled our listenership. Uh, can you do that every week, guys? Yeah. Just, yeah you set the standard awesome. now, if you could just keep doubling it every time. Yeah. Um, we've also moved the, uh, the podcast to a different host, so you may notice that... Um, uh, it's changed a little bit in the player on the website and on iTunes you shouldn't notice any difference so you can still subscribe to us on iTunes if you do get any problems do let Roland know because he cares um, me couldn't care less but if he moans at me enough I might fix it um, <laughs> <laughs> brutally honest as always brutally honest as always we should uh, drink up and we should shut, shut up, up.